This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hi, hapsters. I've put myself in a bit of a conundrum. I am very particular about making sure that my ratios are balanced. And what I mean by that is that the way that I spend my time, the way I spend my money, the way I consume versus create, that it all feels balanced to me. Now, each actual thing that I do every day doesn't really matter as long as the ratios kind of stay where I know they need to be. So today I packed my, and not just today, actually this week, I knew that I had a lot of action going on, (laughs) a lot of travel. We were in Austin. We just got back. It was so great visiting Mark's brother um, and his girlfriend, Kelly and Blake, and it was great. And then uh, we came back and immediately work, work, work. And then I had a really fun event, local event. Uh, networking event last night with a bunch of my clients were there. It was so great. Um, and But it didn't really leave much time for rest. And I know I need a certain amount of rest worked into the ratio. I, need, I know I need a certain amount of downtime with Mark to feel like really refueled and reconnected and grounded. And I decided we need to have a dinner tonight we need to go out to dinner and just connect and I'm just so excited about it but I was like oh shoot I did not schedule in time to do to prepare the podcast and I really don't like just producing a podcast that's not prepped in the way that I like I want it to be a high quality experience you guys are generous enough to give your time to listen to this show so I want to make sure that it's really worth your time it's not just some regurgitated garbage or just me riffing and ranting, right? I just think that that's not a good use of your time, a good use of your consumption ratio, right? Um, so what I decided I was going to do instead of skipping the podcast and dishonoring that policy that I have to always show up for you guys, and instead of also dishonoring my ratios, I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a selection of my old Friday feels emails that were very prepared and very curated. I spent lots of time getting a very simple, short, curated email. It actually took me longer to write a short email than it does for me sometimes to record this whole podcast episode because you write out a whole idea and then I want to sift it down to make sure that it's, you know, maybe 15 sentences and that every sentence is absolutely dripping with necessity. So they're really good. If I do pat myself on the back (laughs) before I read you a selection of those. So some of you who used to be on my mailing list, I don't send out Friday feels emails anymore. Um, but I think actually a good portion of my listeners is not actually on my mailing list, which what gives you can go actually to the link in my, uh, Instagram bio. If you follow me at what's happening, W just, uh, what's happening, the same spelling as the show W J E S S you can go to the link in my bio and you can subscribe to the emails because I'm thinking I'm going to maybe work my way back to connecting with you guys over there on email. 
Um, but it's just something about the written word. But I also love the spoken word, so it'll be fun for me to relive these emails. I actually haven't decided which ones I'm going to read from you. I'm just going to pick up randomly. That's how confident I am that there are su- such good nuggets in there. So it's going to be like a little smorgasbord for you tonight. But before I dive into that, I want to shout out the hapster of the week. And the hapster this week is Rachel Hansen. Rachel is owner of Blue Merino Designs. She's a maker and she creates these incredible designs. If you do follow me on Instagram, you've seen her work before. I'm constantly, my ears are adorned in Rachel's work. Um, She knits uh, pieces that somehow don't feel kind of, I don't know. I, I think when I think of knit, I think of super, super, um, casual and almost like, I don't want to say, um, like not high quality, but hers just feel luxury. And I wouldn't typically describe anything knit as luxury until I saw Rachel's work. She's just such a master at her craft. And she's the hapster this week because she is testing her limits. She's in that phase of business where she set some big goals and she, um, is going out there and coming up against her limits in terms of her ratios where she wants to be spending her time but you guys like we don't just we're not just born knowing what our ratios should be the process of figuring that out looks like going out experimenting getting burnt out a little bit or you know making mistakes falling at her on our face with intention and then reflecting and saying oh okay going forward not going to do that not going to do that and she's in the thick of it right now she's just doing it And yes, it's natural for a lot of us to think that that process is a problem. There's a problem there, but there's no problems. And I wanted to shout her out today because while she's really feeling the 50-50 right now, she's doing it in an intense, intensified way that I think is the perfect way to grow your business and to really stretch yourself as a human. I think it's important to get to those limits. There's nothing wrong there. So shout out to you, Rage. You're doing the do right now. You're you're in the process and you're doing everything that I'm lining out for you. And I think you're gonna you're gonna see the results. So proud of you. Shout out Rage. And now, without further ado, let's dive into one of these Friday feels. Okay. This one is called Friday Feels. I love you and don't make it weird. Okay. I love you so much. Is that weird for you? Especially in an email or on a podcast. Especially if we've never met. But it's true. I love my clients and my podcast listeners so freely and fiercely that some people think I'm being sarcastic. They wonder what warranted the love. What do they do to deserve it? We're confused because we think people need to earn love. The truth is that system doesn't work. Not just because we can't train people like we do dogs. But because even if they do behave, when our heart is bursting with love for them, they can't feel it. I know that Adele song, Make You Feel My Love, it's just lies. I love you because it feels amazing to love you. Even when you're being a huge bitch, or when you cut me off in traffic, or when you think I'm wrong. (laughs) The audacity, right? Bring it on. I love you so much, and there's nothing you can do about it. Knowing how emotions work makes me feel so powerful. I actually literally just got the chills as I was saying that. I don't waste time blaming other people for pissing me off or letting me down or driving me crazy or even disrespecting me. 
I get to feel whatever I want because my thoughts create my feelings and I choose love. It feels amazing. I recommend you try it. All the feels coach Jess. So that is just like a little snippet of an email that would go out every Friday. All the emails, the series is called Friday Feels, and it really is just a way, a little highlight in different contexts for you to feel something and learn a little bit of something about how feelings work and how you act when you feel them and how to create them with your thoughts and what kind of results you're creating using your feelings. And this applies absolutely to business. Okay. This one is called Friday Feels, Am I a Good Mom? When I was prego, I kept a note in my phone called Calvin Predictions. I literally wrote down what his dad and I, and anyone who would listen, actually, predicted Calvin would be like as a kid. Artistic or athletic? Funny or nerdy? Shy or outgoing? So far, he's kind of all of the above. (laughs) I hadn't had much experience with kids before my son, so I didn't really know what to expect. Would his personality be more of a product of nature or nurture? Is it a get what you get and don't get upset type of sitch? Or what would be my role in all of this as the omnipotent mom? I'm still figuring it out, actually, but I have learned a few things. For one, children are the OG happiness scientists. They don't need to be taught how to feel or shown what to be interested in. They just need the tools to experiment. They're ever curious brain, lots of questions, love and encouragement, and most importantly, room to fail. Please let them fail. And I, and know that failing is just as valuable as winning, not in the we're all winners kind of way, but in the, so you lost this one, big deal. What did you learn? What are you going to do next time? Kind of way. But as I sort carrots into baggies for Cal's farm side, COVID-friendly fourth birthday fiesta, I'm thinking more about the mom part. How do we actually know we're doing a good job, you know, as parents? When I ask my clients this, I get the same few responses. If my kid is happy, if my kid is independent, kind, contributing citizens of the world, not in jail or on drugs. But the problem with all these answers is that we're basing our success on their feelings, actions, and results. Talk about pressure for them. It's not our kid's job to prove that we've done a good job. So then how can we know? We check in with ourselves. What does a good parent feel like? How do they show up? But then again, how the hell do we know? We don't. We're just doing the best we can with what we've got. And if you feel that's true for you too, then you've done it, my friend, and you deserve a nap. All the feels and all the birthday cake. Coach Jess. Okay, and this is a third excerpt. This one is called Morning and Celebrating. Morning as in M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Today is my best friend's birthday. It's also 9-11. We're from New York and have been best friends since long before that fateful day. The day we planned to celebrate her 13th birthday, only to watch our friends be pulled from school one by one and learn of friends and family who were reported missing in the wreckage of the Twin Towers. Every year on this day, I see my teachings at play. It's both awful and wonderful. 
It's both all about one person and all about everyone. It's both deeply important and just another opportunity for us to learn and grow. Life is 50-50. Humanity will never not be this way. It's by design. The terrible is what makes the not so terrible pretty amazing, actually. And sometimes life has the audacity to be terrible and amazing at the same damn time. All my love to the loved ones who lost, who loved ones of those lost 19 years ago, and every celebratory bone in my body to you, Casey. All the feels, Coach Jess. Ah, okay, sorry, that one choked me up a bit. Okay, I haven't read these in quite some time. How many more should I read? One, two? Okay, let's see. Let's try this one. It's called Ask Better Questions. I have this client. Okay, she hasn't signed the contract yet, but I believe she will. And here's why. She's 66. She owns a flower truck. She has a million genius ideas for her business, and her official title is Chief Fun Officer. Could you love her more? Imagine Lily Tomlin's character on Grace and Frankie, but with all the common sense. Ha <laughs> ha. And the best part, she came to me so excited to work together. And then I told her my price and in marched her emotions. Doubt, overwhelm, confusion, and ultimately defeat. Ugh, I want this so bad, but I can't afford it. I'm used to this, so I really wasn't phased. Brains like to tell us what is impossible. I said, okay, why don't we do this? Instead of saying can't, let's set a goal and a deadline for creating that licensing income you were excited about just a minute ago. I explained that we have to train our brains to see price tags as opportunities to get creative instead of as walls between us and our dreams. Here's where the magic happens. She said, okay, and started asking better questions. So if I did pursue that licensing idea, one sale would actually literally pay for our sessions. But how do I market it? We brainstormed, coached her through ever the ever-present limiting beliefs and self-doubt popping up. She posted her pitch to a Facebook group she's a part of, and it's blowing up. As of me writing this, she has over 30 people interested and will likely make back her investment before she even pays me. Why? She asks better questions. She stopped accepting her current reality as her future. She decided to believe that her thoughts create her results and thus stopped being a victim of her circumstances. Now she's deciding about coaching by Monday, and I can't guarantee that her brain won't compile a case study of evidence as to why she can't do this over the weekend, but I can continue to share stories like this with you in hopes that you'll start thinking bigger about what's possible for you when you ask yourself better questions. All the feels, Coach Jess. And it's so funny reading this because that person was my client, Shirley. And yeah, we worked together for six months and it was so fun and so 50-50 in all the experiences. And she is rocking her biz. And uh, yeah, she did She did lead herself ultimately to coaching. And I'm so proud. And I was proud to work with her. So um, that's fun to see because at the time when I wrote that email to you guys, you didn't know the ending of the story. <laughs> Not that it's the end, but you know, she did decide to uh, to work with me, which was my privilege. Okay, I'll read you this last one. 
damn, I don't know. Is this one going to be the good last one? I don't know. Da, 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 da. Okay, how about this one? Because this one was hard to write, and I know a lot of people emailed me after this. Okay, this one's called Friday Feels I'm Divorced. I'm divorced. This two-word sentence holds so much baggage. It feels heavy. It felt impossible. It was not my plan. How could this happen to me? I'm a damn life coach for Gandhi's sake. But what I didn't notice until I did my own thought work with my coach was that the pain was layered. There was the pain of the divorce, the grieving over our fam- our relationship and of my family unit, and then there was the pain of arguing with reality. Even after we'd separated, I looked at the word divorce and I thought, this shouldn't have happened to me. To us, we should have been better. I knew it was the right decision, but I still wanted life to be different than it was. And that pain compounded it all. A mentor of mine, Byron Katie, says, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Pain is part of the human experience. I'm open to it. More than that, I welcome it. The failure, the grief, the disappointment, those emotions are indicators of amazingness in our life. Failure means we went for it. Grief that we loved. Disappointment that we desired. But shame? This shame came from me thinking the pain shouldn't be there. It came from having the audacity to believe that I'm exempt from the 50-50. I'm not. You're not. So let's welcome reality and know that we can handle a layer of pain and that the second layer is a bunch of indulgent bullshit and that the best is yet to come. All the feels, Coach Jess. All right, you guys, that's what I have for you. And I'm so glad that I was able to get creative with my brain and ask a better question of how can I prepare you guys uh, a amazing high quality podcast without compromising the dinner that I'm about to go have at Copper Hill Restaurant, which is one of our faves with uh, my boyfriend. So I'm going to go do that and cheers to you guys asking better questions and feeling all the feels. Have a beautiful, amazing, super fabulous weekend. And I'll tell you next week all about the Hapster Retreat, which is this Saturday and it's going to be so great. Can't wait.